Oh, yeah. Ooh, ah, that's how it always starts. But then later there's running and then screaming. The world's just changed so radically, and we're all running to catch up. How can we possibly have the slightest idea of what to expect? With the best intentions. Some of the worst things imaginable have been done with the best intentions. Dr. Malcolm, I have to share a few campfire stories with my uncle. You can convince the Washington Post and the Skeptical Inquirer of whatever you want. But I was there, I know what happened, and so do you. I, I don't think you're giving us our due credit. Our scientists have done things which nobody's ever done before. Yeah, yeah, but your scientists were so preoccupied with whether or not they could that they didn't stop to think if they should. Hello, welcome to episode 42 of Jurassic Minutes, a January issue. Welcome to 2023. Uh, we're here to discuss recent movie, toy, and franchise news for the Jurassic series. I'm Brad. And coming up on this episode, we've got a bit to discuss. Uh, a lot of props from the movies start to uh, surface again. Uh, one of us has purchased one, some of them. <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's not me. Uh, Mattel continues with another large sauropod on re- coming down the release schedule. Um, and we've got some sad news about the continuation of the franchise in novel form, at least. But we'll get to that at the end. David, uh, big couple of months in purchases. <laughs> I'll go quickly because I haven't got a lot to talk about. I did end up pre-ordering the uh, the Lost World Cliff Attack diorama from Prime One, so very happy to have pre-ordered that. And by this time, already put a couple of payments down on it. So, all right, nice. Happy, happy for that. I'd also found a customizer, toy customizer in the states that uh, was able to purchase the Hammond Collection Male Rex or Hammond Collection female Rex, and do the male paint job on her. Um, a couple of other people have had what done as well, so it's now shipping on its way to me, so hopefully by next next record I'll have, have him in my hands. Yeah. You're going to love him, man, I'm telling you. This thing is absolutely amazing. <laughs> Just looking at mine, sitting on the top of my desk. Yeah, yeah. Even, as I said, I don't even know if I'll take it out of the box. He sent me a photo of it complete. Uh, back in the box, just how much I want to see Hammond Collection Male Rex <laughs> that probably will never happen, but uh, it, it, all the photos it looks fantastic, so I cannot wait to get it in hand. But that's basically my spending over Christmas <laughs> dinosaur-related, or Jurassic-related. David, uh, you've picked up some new props. I have, yes. Um, I'll save some of the discussion here for some of the props, so I'm going to actually skip over those ones, but... yep. I'll jump to this one actually just arrived in the mail yesterday. I just finally got around to um, unpacking it. I found this guy on Etsy who makes these posters, and it's a kind of like a uh, cut through of the uh, visitor center. And it's really, it's really cool. It, I mean, it's not really that accurate, but it looks really cool. And it's this really cool uh, feature on it is that this person had put together the full mural, including the side panels, which almost no, nobody ever does. So it's really cool to see that. I'm actually really ho- – I kind of bought it just for that. It looked nice on the wall. Yeah. And then I also got the Captive's Pyroraptor. I've been the, – it's the one that has, like, the movie-accurate scaling and paint. I've been, look, I've been looking for that one for a while, and I found it nice and cheap on eBay. Ah, nice. 
when I first started looking for that one, it was like so expensive on eBay, and there's like no way am I paying these scalper prices. So I'm <laughs> glad I ended up waiting on that one and getting it for like twelve bucks. No, oh, that's all right. The prices settled in a little bit. Yeah, it was supposed to be here today, but they got missent to some uh, different town than it was supposed to. So I probably <laughs> won't end up seeing that until Monday now. Oh, don't you just love that tracking? Seeing the tracking of uh, items coming, <laughs> it gets close. It gets close. Oh, now it's five hundred miles away. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also got this uh, Lost World, like kind of like baseball cap, and it's got the Site B, the novel map version on it in black silhouette with the B in the middle of it, and it says author and it says authorized personnel underneath. It's really cool. I've never seen this cap before, and I was like, that's really cool and unique. i got to have that. Is it so, fan-made, or is someone no, actually No, it was an official it? merchandise. It even comes with a... Um, it, still, it still has the tag on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I didn't realize it still had the tag on it when I bought it. It wasn't It wasn't super expensive, either. You know. So I'm, well, I'm not sure if it's explicitly rare, or if I just haven't really been in that market long enough to really... Look for it, you know? I might have to delay releasing this episode until I can get on eBay and find one for myself <laughs> before we drive <laughs> prices up. And um, then I also picked up a new hat band uh, for my Roland hat. This one's kind of beaded. And it's really kind of difficult to f- tell in the movie whether the hat is beaded or leather or it has like this pitted leather texture to it. It's... Weird, but this one looks a lot closer than my previous band, and I'm really glad to have it. Mm. I actually cannibalized it off of a uh, cheap Stetson straw hat. <laughs> so paying 20 bucks for the hat was well worth it just to get the band. <laughs> well, that's all right. If it's looking closer than the previous one, then... Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. And so then I also got a Thai magazine... It's a Lost World. It's from the Lost World, and I've been kind of watching this one for, honestly, almost, I I think it's been a few years now, waiting for the seller to get sick of it sitting around and finally lower the price. (laughs) And he did, so I I got that for, like, a nice even 100 shipped instead of, like, the 200 they've been trying to sell it for. (laughs) This one actually has a exclusive photo uh, from behind the scenes of the Roland of the uh, Mombasa uh, bar scene. Oh, wow. So I'm excited to get that and pillage. <laughs> At the point, it was still part of the marketing. They hadn't removed the scene yet. Mm-hmm. That's right, yeah. Nice, nice. A lot of uh, a lot of good things there picked up on both sides. Um, you did mention two props uh, that we're about to talk about just before we get to that briefly. Uh, some feedback on the socials. Um uh, on the YouTube channel from uh, mid last year, we had uh, member P Russia uh, messages uh, wanting to know or asking or telling us we should talk more about the novels, uh, Jurassic Park and the Lost World. I think where it comes, where it's appropriate in the current films, we talk about uh, the original novels. We have tried to sort of do reviews on them before, but it's such a big undertaking to read, take notes, all that sort of thing. So. Mm-hmm. We we will we will go back and discuss uh, stuff from the novels like we do 
in a couple of upcoming mints of Dominion, just a uh, uh, Dominion Fallen Kingdom, just uh, some references back to the original park and that sort of thing as well. So, yeah, I know that we've discussed um, kind of both on air and behind the scenes the possibility of doing um, just iterations for each novel mm. and kind of doing like discussions of those. Yeah. We'll see what happens once we finish with Dominion. <laughs> we might have to go into the novel iteration by iteration, <laughs> change the name of the podcast. Um, but yeah, thanks for the feedback on that. Apologies it's taken so long. I don't get onto the YouTube channel uh, dashboard that often, so didn't see it there until near. What's the time? Do you have a time? Do I have the time? We're leaving in three hours. Let's get this out of the way. <laughs> David, one, uh, we've got uh, links in the show notes here to what we're talking about. I'm sure if you're on Facebook and that and follow the PDA page, you would have seen already uh, this past week, uh, PDA admins or yourself, David, posting up uh, the, uh, the, the RV map, Costa Rica map, used in the film in the world, that RV that Kelly looks at, uh, come up for auctions and now it's in your hands. It is, yes. I will clarify this is not actually the map that's on the wall. It is the basis for the map. It's a it's a um, insert prop that was used to, that was blown up, scanned, blown up, and put on the wall here. And so this they're, the same map, there are is a slight variation because when they blew up the map, I mean, enlarged it, I mean, they had to go back and redo the text for the islands and the text box. So that does have a slight variation between the two, which is kind of interesting because you really wouldn't have to think about, you really wouldn't think about that. If you didn't know that there was a difference, you would just think, oh, well, that's a little strange. Mm. And to be fair, technically they did blow it up <laughs> halfway through the film. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is great. Um, Interesting, I think I posted on Pedia when you posted it up. Uh, in the novel, when Malcolm names off the five deaths, he sort of starts with Penner and goes down. I always thought that's starting in the north and going south, but on the map it's actually reversed. Uh, mm -hmm. Penner's all the way down the bottom, then it goes up past Sauna to Montserrat at the end there, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
It is. Yeah, there is unfortunately some detail loss on this map, but I was able to find the original, the I mean the original background that they put Sona, the Sona map on, and um, I was able to use like four different maps to recreate the map that we see in the in the movie in like stunning HD, mm-hmm. and I believe I also posted that up with the PD account. Yeah, it's not the um, the image I've got the link here, but mm-hmm. and of course the uh, <laughs> the absence of Nublar on this map as well, which um, we knew was a shame going all the way back to '97. Yeah, everybody's always got to ask, "Where's Nublar? Where's Nublar?" <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was really cool because this is probably the most this uh, re- the recreation I did using parts of the actual prop map. It's probably the clearest we've ever had images of this map. Mm. And and so, not, I mean, I'm looking, I'm looking back at it now, and it's just so beautiful. And it's never going to look exactly as it does in the film because it's obviously in that light box with some mm-hmm. uh, either amber or uh, the real uh, orangey sort of tone LED or uh, fluoro lights behind it to re- not reproject, but to illuminate it from behind. So. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I did put the map into like a sepia tone to mm-hmm. kind of recreate that amber lighting that we see in the movie. Yeah, oh, that's that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, you keep finding this stuff and it's great. <laughs> it did actually come with a couple other things that I, are really cool. So, unfortunately mislabeled, I ended up tearing the labeling off of the pictures. It was uh, it's, it's on like a uh, clear kind of like collage board so it's got ferns in the corners and then you got one side as a map and then you got another a couple lobby cards there and one was spielberg that is with the stegosaurus the baby stegosaurus animatronic oh, wow. and that one is signed by spielberg and then the other one that they have is one with the, uh the group running through the creek bed that was actually part of a deleted shot that is signed by jeff goldblum oh nice it, I know, and then the other part that it comes with is a, well, I mean, it comes with a certificate of authenticity, but I'm not really sure how truly authentic it is, but uh, allegedly it's a prop fern from Jurassic Park 3, but, I mean, that's, like, incredibly hard to prove, you know? Well, the, and they the real did... structure here is the map. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I did, they did uh, do a lot of plantings for Jurassic Park 3 for all the in-studio stuff. Yeah, but still, whether it, whether it is or not, it's still a good little good little thing to have. It is, yeah. I actually ended up putting it behind my um, male T Rex repaint. Oh, nice. Yourself. It actually <laughs> looks real good up there. Cool, cool. The guy says that he wants to unload at the shore right here. He won't go any further up the river. He's heard too many stories about this uh, island chain, and uh, he wants to drop us off and go anchor somewhere offshore. Kind of stories. ¿Qué tipo de cuentos? Los de pescadores, que se acercaron demasiado a las islas y nunca volvieron. Sí, 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 he's heard stories of fishermen that came too close to the island and then never returned. Tengo la radio, tengo el teléfono satélite. He, he has the radio, he has the satellite phone. Cuando necesitan, llámame. Podemos llegar en dos horas. Right, when you need him, send the call and he'll be here in two hours. No me quedaré en este lugar. But he will not stay here. No me quedaré en ningún lugar cerca de estas islas. He won't stay anywhere near these islands. Se llaman las cinco muertes. They call the islands las cinco muertes. Sí. What, what, what does that mean? Five deaths. 
he says. The other thing you found was a CT scan, original CT scan from Jurassic Park 3. Yes. So the CT scan was a, something else that I noticed. I actually I know the guy who owns this. It's the same, or owned it, I'm sorry, I should, I should say owned it and sold it to me. It's the same person who does um, these, like, busts on Instagram and does work with Marco, I can never remember his last name. Something he does the um, he does the modified 3D print sculpts for the uh, Hammond collection figures. So he's the one. Like for example, he made the feet on my Hammond collection male T Rex, oh, okay. where it's they're they're movie accurate sized feet, and I think he also does like head sculpts that can you can swap out on the Raptors. Nice. But yeah, the CT scan is a prop that I was happy to add to my collection because, as I've mentioned, I already have a another one. This one, however, is screen used. You can actually see it in the movie. It's in the middle panel directly underneath the main skull image on the computer. You can see they made slices of it to make it look like a CT scan. And it's so it's the rear projection of the skull, and it comes with a date that is July 16, 2001, which for the first time solidifies the date that the around when the movie takes place. Because I believe that these T scans were done while Grant was away, so the movie takes place like the weekend of the 18th, which is the weekend the movie came out. Mm, I um yeah just quickly went to uh, IMDb and yet. Uh, July 16th was the uh, the first release for it in the US at the Universal Amphitheater, um, mm-hmm. and then July 18 across the rest of the country. So I, I assumed it was June like all the others, so the movie takes place a couple of weeks or the month after <laughs> to release, but obviously not. Well, the thing is, is that it's always kind of been an assumption of the fans that the movies take place around their release date in the United States. But we never had any kind of concrete proof of that for Jurassic Park 3. And it's still kind of, the date's still kind of fuzzy with The Lost World because you have the (laughs) newspaper and then it's a couple weeks later about how many weeks and how long has Hammond been allowed, gave time to prepare and it's, it's a mess. (laughs) How long's it taken to get down there with the barge? (laughs) That come up the other day too. (laughs) But for the first time, we have a concrete date for Jurassic Park 3, mm. which is really exciting because it's always been an assumed date before. Yeah, yep. And once once they go through the, the scenes here with the CT and the Raptor Skull, uh, pretty much the Kirby's turn up that night, they're at the bar, and then the next day they're on a plane heading for Costa Rica. So it's sort of all in that couple of days around the 16th. Yeah, unfortunately, I will not be getting this um, till about March, I think. I'm hoping sooner. Mm-hmm. But the seller is overseas, and whichever low-cost shipper they're using, it's going to be a while. <laughs> Someone rowing their boat across the Atlantic. <laughs> <laughs> suffice, suffice to say, I've uh, maxed out my PayPal credit. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, YOLO. Mm. Uh, there's always yeah. time to make more money. Yeah, yeah. Interesting, uh, it's got Dr. Alan Grant on the title. You'd think it was um, 
it would have been Billy, unless Billy's using some of Grant's CT scans. Um, I always imagine that is because it's Grant's funds and Grant, who probably his name would be on the check or whatever. That's or it's being done for him. That Billy would have used his name because it would have gone into his research folder yeah. or whatever uh, dossier he's making for the Raptors. Yep, yep. Nah, another another good little bit of uh, movie prop. Movie props there. I'm jealous. I need to go out and start. <laughs> checking out the auction space <laughs> yes uh, like i said 2023 has been very uh good to me so far mm. yeah, so i just started <laughs> meet the future of paleontology it's a rapid prototyper i enter in the scan data from the raptor skull the computer breaks it down to thousands of slices and this thing sculpts it one layer at a time it's done uh, moving on, before we get away from props, uh, something else which I don't think you've purchased, <laughs> but the no. uh, the original sunset matte painting from the uh, the Brachiosaur herd shot in Jurassic Park's been released online. Was this just a case of it being in someone's collection and again sort of coming up for auction and sold, and now it's um, getting out there? Or do you know any backstory? Kind of, yeah, it's. Um... It's something that was posted on Twitter, I guess, and I completely missed it. So some, it got ended up getting relayed back to me, and I'm like, oh, that's it was posted by a user Mark Lestrange on Twitter, and somebody and some and I think I was talking about it with somebody on Discord. I'm like, yeah, I wish we had better images than just that photo of it on somebody's wall, and he's like, oh, we got a full photo. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> And yeah, he shared the full the full thing with me, and I'm like, wow, I gotta post this around. Ah, oh, very nice. I see there's a couple of people in the the PDF comments there asking for HD versions, but you can't have high def versions of um, matte paintings like this. It just it starts to break down. It was mm. never meant. It's it's meant to be sort of in focus, out just out of focus in the background mm. uh, as filler for a scene. It's not. It's not meant to be the underwater reef in Avatar 2 <laughs> as a main <laughs> main set piece. It is beautiful regardless. I've always wanted this image, and now that I have it, I mean, I still can't stop staring at it. Uh, it's my wallpaper on my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very nice, very nice. Which now I wonder if there's one out there for the, the T-Rex breakout that big wall they had in the studio, or if it was just um, a black screen. I'm pretty sure there's definition. You can see the hills. You can, yeah. yeah. And I don't know if that one survived. This is actually the only one that I know of that did that is still around. Mm. I would hope some of the other ones, even maybe like the Ridge one from The Lost World, is still around. But I would I wouldn't be surprised if they're not. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, at least this one survived. I think it's more memorable than the others. Don't the monsters come over here? Not monsters, Max. They're just animals. These are herbivores. That means they only eat vegetables. But for you, I think they make an yeah. exception. Well, I hate the other kind. That's props out of the way. 
Uh, let's look at some toys. Um, Nano, uh, Jada Toys, Nano. They've been releasing some of the like the, the helicopter, Explorer, Jeep, uh, a couple other Jurassic vehicles as well. Someone's finally doing a set of gates <laughs> with the fence section uh, in the nano scale. So we've got some photos here with the Explorer and the Jeep parked in front of the gates. This looks fantastic. It's got the 30th anniversary um, logo on that on it. So we are starting to see some of the, the upcoming 30th anniversary stuff being released, being announced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to pick this one up. I've always kind of wanted to like a nice version of the gates. I do have the one from, I think it was the Hammond set that it came with, or was yep. it? It was, yeah. I do have that one, and I'm using it as a background for the animatronic raptor eye I have, mm-hmm. but I want more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's all, and I remember seeing someone posting last week, I think they found some, uh, like the polystone or whatever, they are, ornaments like fish tank, Ornaments mm-hmm. like there's a T-Rex and a set of JP Gates stylized, I'll <laughs> heavily say stylized in air quotes. Um, and there's always been some stuff along the way. I think uh, Funko done something with their big T-Rex uh, Funko Pop and that as well. But we're slowly starting to get that actual proper design <laughs> and look of the JP Gates. Um, not sort of... Uh, well, not the Lego ones, anyway. So, <laughs> and I do love how they mirror uh, the actual real prop location with the fence just going several feet to the side and stopping at a pole. <laughs> you know, I like that they have the classic Jurassic Park sunset in the background. I mean, like this is something even I would just keep in box, just because the box itself is nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's going back to that original yellow background for the T Rex logo, the Jurassic Park logo as well. Yeah, um, it is. There's room. There's room there to have the vehicle in front of the gates with it still in packaging. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> Get two, take one out of the box, and leave one in. But at least <laughs> being this smaller size, you can have it on a desk at work. You can sort of. It's, it's not taking up the super colossal space of other figures yeah. that we're going to get to in a little bit later down the down the time. But no, I, I really like this. I'm glad glad we're starting to get some more stuff. I hope we get some more nano stuff as well, or Matchbox. Just give us some more vehicles, please. Hey, look! Simply touch the area of the screen displaying the appropriate icon. Are we going to hit that? Welcome to Jurassic Park. What do they got in there, King Kong? Speaking of Super Colossal, uh, just before just before 2022 ended, um, someone had a prototype at home, by the looks of it, of the Lost World Mementosaurus uh, on their kids kids room floor or something uh it's at home anyway but david we're getting a another seropod we're getting the mementosaurus from lost world yes i was honestly very surprised to see this because i never thought we would i'm just like you son you crazy son of a bitch you did it (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, especially by now, like we've had the the Brachiosaur, the Apatosaurus, we've had the Dreadnoughtus as well. It's come out, and they're just continuing. <laughs> if you if you turn turn around and said three or four years ago that Mattel was going to release all these sauropods, you'd laugh. It just well, it's funny because like for so many years, uh, Hasbro's like we can't do sauropods. They they take up too much self space. They'd be astronomically expensive to do nobody's gonna buy them and now with mattel we have four of them <laughs> five technically if you count the repaint of the brachiosaurus yeah that's bad hasbro's weird like i'm looking at a a transformer's nearly three foot tall now that after they say they said they couldn't have large sauropods but we can have large transporting robots <laughs> um <laughs> I mean, this thing is insane. I think one of the pictures that I saw included a picture of the person's kid, and she was riding it like it was a horse, like a rocking horse. <laughs> <laughs> it was giant, gigantic. Oh. I want it so bad, but I absolutely have no idea where I would put it. Mm. But it is good, too, to see that the Lost World is still getting some love, and <laughs> we'll keep press- pressing the point. RV, please. <laughs> Eddie Carr, Nick Van Owen, RVs and M-Class. Honestly, please. I mean, now that I see that the we are getting the Momenshi source, I don't think the RV's out of the question anymore. It's just mm. a matter of when at this point. Yep. And how much we're going to squeal like girls. <laughs> <laughs> I um. never got the uh, Lost World RV, uh, the Kenner one, so, so I will definitely have to pick up the Mattel one. Well, it's it's going to be even just going after off the T Rex breakout legacy set. It's probably going to be a hundred bucks mm-hmm. <laughs> or something like that. Where good luck finding that original Lost World in box RV for less than five hundred. Um, complete in box. Luckily, I have one. <laughs> uh, can't wait to get that bull Rex here to put beside it. <laughs> um, even though they scale poorly, but. Um, Lastly, with uh, Mattel, we've talked praise about two old moments you saw. There's been a lot of uh, Dino Tra- other Dino Tracker toys and Strike Attack figures that have been uh, announced over the last couple of weeks. I was really hoping to have a shot of the uh, the official release of the Mementiosaurus in box before this record, but obviously not. Hopefully, it's for Feb. Um, I don't. Pestrosuchus? Yeah. Presto Circus. Uh, I thought I was going to butcher it more than that. Part of the Dino Tracker line. I think I think get Fonzie in to tap that uh, jukebox. Can make Mattel's sort of losing at the plot with the, some of their dinosaur releases. Yeah, this one this one's pretty fugly. Yeah, Presto Circus honestly doesn't look that much different from Posto Circus. It's smaller and leaner. But here is it looks like they bashed a T Rex head onto the Siamosaurus and shrunk it. Mm. And it's not even like a good T Rex head. It lo- it looks like they ma- like they malformed it into a kind of uh, V Rex uh, lookalike here. Yeah, yeah, I sort of see the the Indominus sort of teeth, just gnarled teeth that aren't uniform or anything <laughs> and just all grey I mean honestly even I don't even mind the colours it's just the sculpt is so awful yeah you know? yeah. 
Well, even the packaging's weird too. Like it's got the generic Jurassic World logo on it, but you've got Blue and Beta there, which aren't it. It's not. That would suggest it's part of the Dominion line, which wasn't in the film. And then it looks like an oil rig or something floating. Yeah, you're right. I just noticed that. Like, what does the oil rig have to do with... It wasn't even in the movie. Mm. I don't... I don't know why we're moving away from just a generic jungle background or something with... Or why we have blue and beta on the, on the back when it's not part of that, but... Anyway, I think we've given it too much time. <laughs> uh, uh, jumping back into the Jurassic Park 30th anniversary uh, side of things for a little bit. Um, Toy Monster International and uh, Chris Peel from uh, Outpost have been working to uh, add a bit of nostalgia to the next release of uh, the Captives egg line. Um, David, you were saying before how you after the... Uh, the Pyraptor, any other captive stuff you collect? Um, not really. The, the Pyraptor I really only wanted because I did not care for the Mattel one. It was oversized. I didn't like the, I didn't, I didn't like the sculpt and the colors. It was too, it deviated too much from the look in the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't collect the captives, but I wouldn't mind having a set of the cards that come with them. Uh, Jaroslav, um, uh, what is it? Jaroslav uh, Kosmina did the art for the cards, and they're really cool. I mean, we got nine different cards here. We got the T-Rex in the Jeep chase. We got um, – you don't really see who it is, but it's a, it looks like an engine vet tech uh, with Jeep 12 taking a look at a herd of Triceratops with a baby Triceratops. You got the, yeah, got, the fence in the background, the engine yeah. – book paperwork he's got yeah i really like that one mm-hmm. a couple of brachiosaurs yeah i like that one because it's the um text is walking trees which is a nice oh call yeah. back to the um which is a nice callback to the novel mm, yep yep agreed um i'm assuming that's dennis in the Brain. Oh yeah, of course the jeep's up there. <laughs> I thought that was just a... yeah. So you got the sort of Dolphosaurus point of view as Nedry's coming down to wrap that cable around the tree. Baby and, raptors. I'm guessing yeah, that's this one, the scene. I really... Sorry, what was that? Oh, the baby raptors. I'm guessing that's the scene where we find uh, Alan and the kids come across the nest. Yeah, that one I really like because it has. It's cool because if you look at it really closely, you can see that it has. The regular dress, Jurassic Park style of the female Velociraptor, and then it also has a male rap, uh, two male oh, raptors yeah. snuck in there as well. Wow, it's a real shame that we Beta was the only uh, baby raptor we got mm-hmm. up until bloody <laughs> Dominion. I suppose we did get the shots of Blue in Fallen Kingdom, but still, they're so so much a part of that first novel, and we only get a little taste of them in the movie but same thing with Jeep uh, 14 driving alongside a herd of Gallimimus yeah um, that one has very strong Kenner uh, collectible card vibes to me mm. I, I think that one's really cool yep yep I can almost imagine the, the devil tracker um, off on the passenger side just off mm. the, off the side of the card so I'd round them up 
another vet or park employee anyway for parasol office feeding it. That one I really like. It uses the original Jurassic Park Parasaurolophus coloration, mm. which we never really get a good look at in the movie, but uh, the concept art has surfaced somewhere online, and somebody has seen it, and now through fan art we all know what it looks like. It's just really well done, too. I love the sunrise in the in the background yep. against the trees. It's got a real, real beautiful Jurassic Park feel to it. Yeah, you look at that fence and it says Jurassic Park, the lights. Mm-hmm. And then you got a uh, pack of three raptors. Um, it says raptors on the loose and they're passing a sign with, I'm not really sure what the theropod is on the sign, but it um, it's cool because it looks like they're just prowling around the park. Mm. Um and then the last one. Oh, we it's have... a Metro Metrocamphosaurus. Pack, is that what it apparently. is? Yeah, that's going off uh, comments. But it, it's it's fantastic. Like going just raptors on the loose. Um, no, little, that little bit of park infrastructure here, and yeah, uh, and seemingly not either nighttime or the sun's just sort of beaming down through that jungle canopy. Mm-hmm. And the last one here is the Jurassic Park Three Spinosaurus with a fish in its mouth watching the plane oh. pass by. It's just standing <laughs> in a swamp. I love this picture because it's just like the Spino's just chilling, living his best life, and then all of a sudden people come. And, and run into him. <laughs> Hit him with a plane. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder he's pissed. <laughs> oh. I think when uh, when this first came up, I posted yeah, asked the possibility of getting this released either in card form or standalone because, as we said, all great, great artwork on this um it's going to be small and it's going to be either rolled up or scrunched up inside an egg. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't deserve that. <laughs> Hopefully there's enough fan outcry out there that uh, once once the set's released through the Captive Egg program, they can do something. Because some, some of these I'll just love to have as art on the wall, honestly. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll report back <laughs> with uh, the outcome of that. I might have to start buying a couple of captives. <laughs> I've stayed away from it, but uh, yeah, might have to change change that i read both of your books i like the first one more before you're on the island you liked dinosaurs back then well back then they hadn't tried to eat me yet a little bit of sad news uh tess sharp uh author for the first and second Maisie lockwood adventure novels novelizations novels confirmed on twitter i don't see a date january 10th pretty much uh, shutting down any rumours or news that uh, she at least is not working on the third Maisie Adventure, Maisie Lockwood Adventure novel. So at this point, um, nothing's been announced. So it sounds like the novels for the movies are over as well. Um, Dave, you got the first two, didn't you? I only got the first one. I did not get the second. I heard the second was supposed to follow up or have a follow-up with the third. Whereas the first was more self-contained, but sadly we're not going to get that third now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sort of one of those things with the movie over and no no new movie sort of in the works. It's not really something that Universal's going to spend their money on uh, mm-hmm. to promote promote a book for a movie that's already come out, or tie-in book. Yeah, so that's a bit of shame, a bit of sad news there. 
Talking about Dominion briefly, uh, it's been nominated for a couple of awards. Uh, the Anne Award for Best Character Animation. Guessing that's for the animals. Um, yeah, the picture they showed was the Pyro Raptor, but I'm assuming it's just for the CGI animals in general. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, also the uh, Visual Effects Society for Outstanding Visual Effects in a Photoreal Feature. And outstanding created environment in a photo real feature, so mm-hmm. it's uh, it's been nominated there for a couple of awards. Hopefully, it wins them all. Mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't had a look to see what they're up against. I'm, I'm guessing they'd be up against some of the couple of the Marvel things and that as well. Oh, so. if um, Avatar is in any of these, it's going to be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I I see why. <laughs> um. And Camp Cretaceous is back in the news. No, there isn't a season seven coming, but it's been nominated for a GLAAD award for outstanding kids and family programming. So good to see Camp Cretaceous is getting a nom as well for uh, mm-hmm. for the work they've done there. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, when I posted this one on the Jurassicpedia uh, Instagram account, we got some nasty comments. So I had to remind, I, I had to make a post reminding people Please do not make nasty comments. <laughs> uh, be nice. Be a nice human being. Yeah. Just don't have anything nice to say. Just don't say it at all. Exactly. Unless it's a ugly Mattel <laughs> T-Rex. <laughs> That's different. I don't think not... hurt the toys' feelings. No, no. Maybe the designer, but hey, you should have known better. <laughs> Well, I mean, they they still come out with some great stuff anyway, so yeah. you can't be too mad at them. No, no. Uh, so that is it for the January issue of Jurassic Minutes. Dave, I think we've covered everything we need to. Uh, we'll be back next week with another minute of Fallen Kingdom. Anything else to add before we get heavy? No, I think we're good. All right, lovely. Lovely.